Good morning, creatives. Actually, it's in the afternoon. Okay, well, anyway. Uh, well, okay. Let's talk about trusting your muse or trusting your own process and how important it is for you as a creative to, well, not only at, and, you know, in your art, but creative, creative in just your creative life to trust your own wisdom or your own uh, voice, you know, your own truth, um, coming from yourself, in other words. Um, it can be something that when you're working on, say, a creative project and you just feel that you need to um, add this particular color your heart just speaks and says, okay, well, add this, add this purple. Um, that's a part of being, you know, connected to your muse. Or when you're working on um, a painting and you're painting and all of a sudden it changes, um, the whole idea of it, the, the, you know, the theme that you had in mind just kind of, you know, just changes in it. It switches from something that you thought was going to happen to where the painting wants to take it. Um, that's also another way of listening to your muse. Uh, also, you know, maybe you're, you're walk, going for a walk and all of a sudden this idea comes to you and this, this, this comes to your mind and you just don't even know where it came from. But it's just something you just um, think about as you're walking. Um, you can also, you know, wake up from a dream and have a, a picture or 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 word or voice that says, you know, do so and so. And um, that's another way of listening to your muse. I can tell you in my own experience as an artist, uh, but also as a teacher, that I'm constantly listening to my muse, is constantly listening to um, my own process and what's happening. I do that in my teaching. Uh, when I'm teaching somebody, I don't. I may have an idea or an outline of what I'm going to teach them, but I really rely a lot on my intuition and. Um, what my intuition says that I need to do for this particular person. Um, not always relying on my, my intellect or my logic, but just simply being open to other possibilities of guiding my student. Um, the other way I use my muse is when I'm working with children, or especially when I'm doing a class with kids, and I plan something, really, I've actually put together a whole plan, and in the midst of teaching the kids, um, things change. I have to be open to that possibility because if I'm set in the way things are supposed to happen, then I find that it blocks me as a teacher. And um, I found 
learned, you know, just from experience that it's the better the better way of doing that is just being real flexible and real spontaneous to what um, I'm doing in a class, whether it's with children or adults. So I've learned through experience to be open to the changes in my um, in my work as both a teacher but also as a um, an artist okay so how how do you get in touch with that inner part of yourself how do you listen to that part of yourself well I think the more you listen to it and the more you follow what that voice tells you to do, the more you will hear it. Um, it's like anything else, you know, the more you practice, the better you'll get. So I think this, the voice that comes through, the, the wisdom that is speaking to you, will speak to you more, and you'll actually hear it more, the more you listen to it, and the more you uh, give it an opportunity to, to express itself in your life. I'll show you, I'll tell you an example of in my, in my own art and how, what things, you know, things happen. Uh, I'll be standing at, at my easel painting and maybe I will paint something from the start. I might have an idea of what I'm going to be painting. But maybe the painting has its own its own idea of what it wants me to do. So I may be painting something and all of a sudden, you know, instead of having my expectation of what it should be, I just open myself up to the mystery. I open myself up to the journey of the painting and the creative process. So, I was working on a painting yesterday, and I actually thought that the painting was finished. I was pretty happy with it, and it was a figure, and it looked like it was um, somebody that was, you could see, it, see her from the back, and she was walking towards lights in the distance, and it was night, so... Everything around her was like a purplish blue, and she was dressed in a uh, really dark blue, purple, kind of a, some kind of a, a, a some kind of a robe or, or something she was actually wearing. And I wasn't sure why she was walking in the dark, nor was I sure where she was going. But all of a sudden, I saw that she was walking towards something, and I saw the lights, and so therefore, I created the lights that she was walking towards in the painting. But this morning, when I got to the studio, I decided to change it totally. And so I started working on a figure, and this time, this figure is wearing no clothes and it's just a figure of a of a nude woman now i'm 
trying to think, okay, well, why is she, why is she in the dark and why is she not wearing any clothes? But I don't really care at this point because to me, a painting is like, um, like your own life. It is a journey and you can't really, you know, know exactly what's going to happen in your life, nor can you know what's exactly going to happen in your creative process. And as you're working, it kind of reveals itself. So what's going to happen? I could tell you, I couldn't tell you right now. Because um, as I work, I'm always open to the mystery. I'm always open to the magic of the of the process and the painting. So I think that um, as I work, I'll be told where she's going and is she going to have clothes on or is she going to wear some kind of clothes that maybe like you can see through um, to her skin. I don't know. So at this point, I don't really know. But I do know that I'm open to the possibility. I do know that I'm open to whatever the painting tells me to do. And so I'm open to my muse. Um, okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to start listening to your muse and what your muse is telling you to do. Um, what kinds of things do you hear your voice, your inner voice say to you? And somehow, you know, express it in some way or write it down in a journal to keep track of what you're being told and what guidance you're receiving. Um, because I, like I say, the more you validate it, the more you will receive it. Okay? So I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that, and uh, I hope that you will have a wonderful day the rest of the day, and I will talk to you either tonight or tomorrow morning. And I'm Joy, and I'm the Joy of Art, and this is uh, Creative Connection with Joy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good morning, creatives. <clears throat> it's 5.04 a.m. Yeah, I get up pretty early. Um, I just think that going, getting up early is a good idea. And it's a part of my practice. So <clears throat> I'm going to start um, with a subject that I think is real interesting. But it also is... Um, something that I feel is going to kick off what we're doing next week. Um, I am having a very special speaker on. Her name is Shelly Klamer, uh, and she is an expressive art therapist. Uh, she is going to be talking about using art as a healing process. And I've been following Shelly for some time, and I think that she'd be just perfect as a speaker. So I'm looking forward to her talking about what she does 
and how she works and uh, what she's offering and also her story you know how did she start working um, in the way that she does today I'm going to also tell you a little story about myself in relation to um, therapeutic art Um, I was 16 years old when I was in a psych hospital because um, I was very, very ill with an eating disorder. Um, I had, I, I was really sick with um, anorexia nervosa. Uh, at the time, I was in a psych ward where they really didn't know that much about the illness, what it was caused by, what what the um, You know why? Why I actually had anorexia. They know a lot more now. But anyway, I was in the hospital, and there wasn't a lot in the psych ward. There really wasn't a lot to work with. Uh, all they had was a bunch of magazines, and so I started using the magazines. And cutting out images and putting them on great big poster boards. And it was just kind of fun. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just really doing something just to do something. Because there was really not not a lot to do on the psych ward. So I started doing that. And, uh, of course... Later on, there was an art therapist that came, and she showed us how to use pastel chalk, I believe it was, or oil pastels, to use our use the imagery to say something about what we were feeling. And again, I really didn't know what I was doing. I just was you know doing the colors and the lines and I I just was starting to really at that time tap into my intuition although at that time I didn't know what that was you know I had no, and I didn't even know what that was called I was not even sure about I'd never heard about anything like therapy therapeutic art or or the intuition or any of that stuff I just started drawing and out of that drawing, um, there was this wonderful image that came out. I remember it was a rose, and the rose was moving in a, I guess it was like a, a spiral, a spiral of of would would be called energy today but you know again I didn't know anything about that but the rose was inside a um a tunnel of of spiral of energy spiral of color and it was rising up in the air so it was moving but it was also encased by this this spiral um 
And so I felt like this was very significant for me in my own life and my own healing. And I was able to use it in my work with the the therapist. Of course, that, at that time, it was the psychiatrist. And um, he would try to analyze my stuff, of course. But he tried to analyze my collages, too, because... I had I had literally cut out lots and lots of eyes and put them on my collage. And, of course, my psychiatrist came by and said, well, you know, why are you doing all these eyes? And, of course, he analyzed it to be being watched all the time. Um, I have no idea. But, yeah. <laughs> I was just doing the collage just because I had some, one had something to do. At that time, I had no idea about therapeutic art. I had no idea about using art and imagery for healing. Um, There was nothing like that at all. It was just me cutting out pictures and putting them on big poster boards. Okay. Well... In my own life journey as an artist, I've used lots and lots of imagery to do the same process, although now I call them intuitive collages, and now I also call them dreamscapes, which I've done lots of work with, um, both with myself as well as my women's groups that I I have. Of course, now there's this thing called um, soul collage, and lots and lots of people are doing imagery as a form of healing. It was a very powerful time in my life when I needed something to help me to express my feelings outside of words. And that was what my experience was. It was very powerful. So that's why I wanted to talk about it because Shelley works with imagery. She works with people to help them to heal, to help them to um, discover themselves And uh, I think imagery is very powerful myself as well. So I'm hoping that you will tune in to hear her. Uh, We are going to be doing this podcast. I'll have the exact time um, and I will post that, you know, I will put that in the I'll put that in the podcast information as soon as I get it. Uh, it will be Tuesday next week, and I am going to be interviewing her. And I'm planning also to put some information on Facebook about her today. So I'm hoping that you will go on Facebook and see the information and then join my podcast and also join 
the interview. So I hope also that you are listening to my podcasts. And even though it sounds like I'm, you know, I'm sort of talking to myself. And sometimes I wonder if I am talking to myself. But <laughs> this is something that I enjoy doing. And I had planned on continuing. But you will hear more from other people. Now I'm going to bring on other people. Okay? So uh, I'm Joy. And this is Creative Connection with Joy. And I hope you have an amazing day and do something creative. Thank you. Bye-bye.